You're kidding. I'm not. Stina of the Spaceways? I know, right? Sounds like a low-budget cereal for 12-year-old boys. Stina of the Spaceways, clad only in her leopard bikini, conquers the moon men. <laughs> exactly. So what's the real story? No time for that story. Door's open for business soon. We've got time. Come on, Fran. It's my first night, and I'm nervous. Nervous? Why? This club is a whole lot fancier than the kind of place I've worked. Come on, tell the story. I don't know. Please? Prep work's all done. Bars fully stocked. I need to focus on something else before we open. Anything else. Okay, okay. Here, polish some glasses while we talk, and prepare to be dazzled by the amazing, absolutely true tale... About Stina of the Spaceways? And the Empress of Mars. Artist Ensemble Theatre presents Mysterious Journey, Theatre for the Mind. This episode is a ghost story, in a way, from a tale by Andre Norton, the Empress of Mars. First, lose the image you have in your head. What, no Amazon space babe? (laughs) Definitely not. Stina was as colorless as a lunar landscape. Always wore her hair netted tight to her skull so it was out of the way during freefall. Always wore the same shapeless, baggy gray coverall. Ah, the type who fades into the background. Oh yeah, and that's where she mostly spent her free time. In the smelly, smoky background of any star port bar where spacers congregate. Ah, see, I used to work in one of those joints before I upgraded to here. Then you know the kind of dive I'm talking about. You could spot her, assuming you looked, which most didn't, in a dark corner. Hardly ever spoke a word, just drifted from port to port. No job? Plenty of jobs. She had a master's rating on the big AI computers. What does that mean? It means she had work anytime she felt like working. The lady was in demand. In fact, she kind of resembled the supercomputers she worked on. Complex brain behind a blank gray shell. Hmm. So how did this geek get to be a legend? Stina had a trick memory. If she saw it, heard it, or read it, she remembered. The woman knew stuff. What kind of stuff? The useful kind. It was Stina who warned Jake Moran about the religious rites on Vega 2. That warning saved his life six months later. It was Stina who identified the chunk of rock that Cal Bates had picked up as a souvenir. She was there the night that drunken fool was passing it around a table. What was it? Pure, unworked palinite. Holy... (laughs) Yeah. Cal's souvenir rock touched off a rush in the asteroid belt that made millionaires out of miners who were down to their last credit. Jeez. At one time or another, every spacer who profited by her advice tried to balance the scales, but she wouldn't take a single credit. Jake Moran was the only one who ever got round her stubborn refusals. He gave her quasar. What's a quasar? It's a luminous galactic nucleus that... never mind. In this story, quasar is a name. Okay. One night... Moran walked into the dive where Stina was parked in a corner. Alone, of course. Stina? Moran? Uh, Here. What's this? What's it look like? A large gray cat? Yeah. Am I supposed to thank you? No. Okay. Okay. From then on, the quiet gray woman and the big gray cat were inseparable. Quasar saw the inside of more bars than most spacers visit in their lifetimes. The damn cat developed a taste for vernal juice. Drank it neat, right out of a shot glass. Now that I would like to see. Anyways, this is the story of Stina 
Quasar, Jake Moran, and the Empress of Mars. I was right there when it began, in a bar. Hey, give me another shot over here. Call your jets. It's coming. Oh, oh, hey, Fran. Hey, yourself. You look lower than a spider's belly and twice as nasty. I'm at the tail end of a truly epic run of bad luck. What happened? Ship repairs. The expensive kind. Docking fees, custom fees. Finally, I landed a big fat client who got himself arrested before he paid me. Ah, you'll make it up on the next run. What next run? I owe credits I can't pay. Everywhere. There's a writ of attachment on my ship. Came in here to drown my sorrows. Might not be the best time to run up your barbell. Never said I was smart. Here, this one's on the house. Since you can't pay anyway. (laughs) Thanks. Don't look now, but someone left her corner and is headed your way. Who's that? What? Oh, hey, Stina. Hey, Quasar. Yeah, I'd ask you to sit, but you already did. And I'd buy you a drink, but you just snagged mine. Vernal juice? Neat? I know what Quasar drinks. Coming right up. Look, I am not really looking for company, Stina. I just want to be alone. You of all people should understand. By my calculations, it is time for the Empress of Mars to appear. Here you go, Quasar. One vernal juice. Did you say Empress of Mars? Listen, I hate to butt in on a private conversation to which I am clearly eavesdropping. But I gotta ask, Empress of Mars? It's a ship. A ghost ship. Go on. Back about 50 years ago, it was a pleasure ship for the ultra-rich. Had a cargo loaded with every kind of... What? Dunno, let your imagination run wild. The rumors are wilder. The Empress never made port. Why not? No one knew. No distress signal was sent. No message at all. Years went by and the ship was spotted, still drifting along on autopilot. No visible damage, hull intact. No response to comms. Scans showed no life forms aboard. They were all... No life forms. Living or dead. Ship was empty. Oh. Maybe everyone... No. They didn't. No escape pods had been launched. Nothing in the ship's log. But every passenger and crew member had vanished. Now I'm getting the creeps. What happened? No one knows. Unless Stina does. No. Like I said, a ghost ship. Still empty, still orbiting. Still carrying its cargo. The biggest salvage prize any spacer ever dreamed of. Could be the answer for you. (laughs) It's a death trap. You know how many spaces have tried and failed to haul the Empress in for salvage? Thirty-eight. I was going to say a dozen. Thirty-eight. The number would be greater, but the ship's orbit only comes within short-haul distance of a starport once every ten years. The point is... I forgot my point. What happened to them? The spacers who tried to claim the ship? Vanished. Every last one of them. No. Thirty-two vanished. Six returned. Excuse me. A few made it back, but they were wrecked, babbling. Couldn't give a coherent account of what happened to others on their crew. Don't know what became of them. Two drank themselves to death. One killed in a bar fight. One suicide. One OD'd. The sole remaining survivor remains institutionalized. Holy... The Empress of Mars is cursed. So is anyone who sets foot on her. <laughs> Superstition. Something bad is on that ship. Still, if a spacer could bring in the Empress, or even strip her clean in space... It would be the ultimate jackpot. Yeah. Well, 
Maybe you didn't hear. I'm about to lose my ship. Then we should go now. We? Who's we? Because I get off it too. No. Had to ask. Wait, you want to come with? Me? Yes. No, Stina. Yes. What about the flea bag? Where I go, Quasar goes. You know this is insane, right? Yes. Right. Let's go. You wouldn't have really ditched your job to go with them, right? To track down a ghost ship loaded with riches? Oh, hell yes. Anyway, the pair of them, plus Quasar, snuck out the back just as a couple of process servers hunting for Moran came in the front. The rest of the story I learned in bits and pieces nearly a year later, in a different bar, in a different starport. Stina had calculated the decaying orbit the Empress still followed, and they burned jets to rendezvous with the ghost ship. There! The Empress of Mars! All her lights still gleaming, yet no one aboard. Oh, it gives me the shivers. Do you feel it? No. Do you feel anything? Because half the time you act more machine than human. Thank you. It wasn't a... Ah, forget it. Bring us alongside while I suit up. No need. Readings show that life support aboard the Empress is still functioning. Air quality is acceptable. Good. I'll go do some recon. You stay here. No. My ship, I give the orders. Not to me. Stina! Moran. Do what you want. You will anyway. True. But I go first. As you wish. In a pig's eye. What? It's an old Earth expression. Understood. But what does it mean? It means I'm about to board a ghost ship trailed by a walking computer disguised as a woman. And Quasar. And a cat, lest we forget. Are you through? For now. Magnetic grapplers engaged. Opening air lock. Doors are open. Yeah, but the doors to the Empress aren't. Wait here while I find something to prime apart. No. No? Why, you packing a magic wand? No. I am packing a handheld comp unit. Overriding door controls. Okay, that's... What the hell is that stench? The air is a bit stale. It's been recirculating for the past. I know, it still stinks. Okay, let's move out. Why have you drawn your weapon? In case we meet a ghost. Whoa, do you feel that? The minute we boarded the Empress? Yes, her artificial gravity is starting to fail. Well, no surprise after 50 years. Still, that's an uncanny sensation. Feels buoyant, like bobbing in deep water. Why is it so dark? The power cells that provide light are also beginning to go. Bad enough we're aboard a haunted ship. Now it's permanent dusk. I'm headed to the bridge, see if I can find a way to jury-rig more light. I'd order you to stay close, but I'm tired of wasting my breath. Good. I will head to the cargo bay, overriding door controls as I go, opening up the ship for search and salvage. That works. But you keep your comm channel open every step of the way. Agreed. No luck with the lights so far. I've accessed the ship's log. No mention of any problems. Final entry notes a missing crewman. The captain orders a search party to comb the ship, then nothing. Intriguing. Ominous. Was there any mention of a disturbance in the... Stina, can you hear me? You're cutting in and out. I'm getting interference on the signal. I will try to locate the problem. Meanwhile, I have reached deck three, passenger quarters. I don't like the comms going wonky. Agreed. The light is dim, but workable. 
I am opening doors as I pass. What was that noise? Did you drop something? No. The sound emanated from cabin 3A. Don't you go in there. You hear me? Very luxurious accommodation. Did you just go in there? Quasar chose to investigate. I followed. Damn it. I told you to stay out. I have located the origin of the sound. There is a dressing table covered with small crystal containers of lotions, perfumes, unclear. One small bottle fell to the floor, but what caused it... Abort now! Quasar. Stina, listen to me. Get out of there. Quasar is behaving very strangely. Abort! Grab the flea bag and move! Quasar is exhibiting aggressive behavior, yet there is nothing there. Moran? Come in, Moran. If you can still hear me, Quasar is on the bed, hissing at something. The bed is covered in jewelry, as if a massive jewel case had been appended and... Moran, I pray you hear this. An emerald bracelet just levitated off the bed and is now slowly rotating in mid-air. This is most unnerving. Quasar is tracking movement with his eyes. I am holding very, very still. Quasar just leapt down to the deck and is now stalking his prey, his enemy. I don't know. He is following something out into the corridor. Clearly, the Empress of Mars is inhabited. What the hell? Do not! Repeat! Do not follow! Your signal is garbled. Repeat. I am unharmed. Good! Stay put. I don't want you following the ghost. No. Okay, just... Quasar is following the entity. I am following Quasar. Stina! Are you still on the bridge? No. I'm on deck too. Almost to you. Then we should meet. Yes, I have visual contact on Corridor B. Repeat, I see you at the far end of Corridor B. I see you too. You okay? I'm fine. I'm not certain how much help your blaster will be. Yeah, I can't see what I can't see. Still, don't ask me to put it down. I won't. Seems quiet. Now I feel stupid rushing down here like some... Don't. Move. What? Something we can't see, but it's here. Look at Quasar. Okay. I see it. The cat's watching something. The entity is between us, blocked in. Maybe if... What the cat? Moran! Get off! Ow! Moran, are you hurt? That stuff you sprayed got in my eyes. Can you see it? Shoot! Yeah. Ship's log, Empress of Mars. The alien entity is dead. Now? You're making a report now? It is important to record details while they are fresh. When you grabbed that fire extinguisher, I thought you were planning to whack the ghost. Or me. Not a ghost. Spraying it with foam seemed like a better choice. Gave my blaster a target. It was the logical move. Damn it, woman! I'm trying to thank you for saving my life! There was no need to shout. My hearing is excellent. You're welcome. What the hell is... was that thing? Not a ghost. 
Working hypothesis, it was an alien, origin unknown, whose coloration does not register on the limited spectrum of human vision. I believe we are looking at the foam-covered remains of the creature that turned Empress of Mars into a derelict. And it's been aboard 50 years? How did it live? The disappearance of the crew and passengers suggests... An all-you-can-eat buffet! Ah, and I was next on the menu! In all probability. The thing nearly killed me. But it didn't. Well, then you nearly blinded me. Do you require first aid? Why? Wanna play doctor? I don't. I am not a physician. Joking. I find your humor baffling. I find your mind brilliant. Mystifying, but brilliant. Oh, thank you. Hey, you lost your hair net. Oh, it must have come off when I dove for the I fire. I ex- like your hair. It... It gets in the way. I should probably cut it all off. Don't. Uh, so, uh, any more invisible aliens on board? As Quasar is cleaning his fur, paying particular attention to the area between his front claws, I would say no. How come the cat could see the ghost? Alien. Fine. How come Quasar could see it when you and I couldn't? Cats possess a structure behind the retina called a tapetum. Stina. The tapetum acts like a mirror, reflecting light between the rods and cones of the retina back and forth to the photoreceptors. Stina, I really want to hear all about cat vision and photoreceptors, but not now. Right now, I want to kiss you. After a near-death experience, excess adrenaline can... It's not because I had a near-death experience... Even though I did. And it's not because I want you to shut up. Even though I do. It's just... Because. Okay? Uh... That... Would be... Acceptable. Are you kidding me? They got together? Uh-huh. Aww. Uh, I need two vodka tonics, a plutonium zinger, one scotch, and a Saturn's ring. Coming up. And keep talking! Fine. Two weeks later, Moran and Stina and Quasar towed the Empress of Mars into space dock for salvage. What did they do with the, uh... The alien corpse? Put it in stasis in sickbay. Xenobiologists were lined up, drooling, to take it off their hands. The drinks are up. Thanks. But, hey, Amber, hurry back. I need you to run an order to the VIP booth. The high rollers? I heard last time they were in that guy tips carry a three-digit credit. He can afford it. He's come a long way. They both have. What do you... No. Oh, yeah. The babe with him? Yep. The woman in the flame red gown, who's dripping with diamonds. Gray, nondescript Stina of the Spaceways. She's a little more colorful these days. Oh, hey, word of advice. Quasar likes his vernal juice glasses set up in a neat little row on the table. (laughs) They brought the cat. Always. Just a cozy family party out on the town. The Empress of Mars was adapted from All Cats Are Grey by Andrew North, a pen name for science fiction grandmaster Andre Alice Norton. The cast features Linda Abronsky as Fran, Rebecca Smith as Amber, Kayla K. Conley as Stina, and Philip Masterton as Jake Moran. When stages around the world went dark, Artists Ensemble Theatre began producing theatre for the mind. If you can, please consider donating to AET or become a patron by pledging monthly. Learn more at artistsensemble.org. And as always, thank you for listening.